Hi there, Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review for your ears, talking about the 2021 film, Nightmare Alley. Short version of the review, this is one of the best-made films I've watched in a long time. It's absolutely gorgeous to look at. It's two and a half hours long. If a story of grifters and carnies is your kind of thing, I would watch it immediately. The longer version is, much like The Last Duel, which was my last podcast review, this was a big director making a big movie he wanted to make that he'd wanted to make for a while, had a $60 million budget, went on to make $30 million. Funny, The Last Duel had a $100 million budget. It went on to make $30 million. Is $30 million the cap for a COVID release of a movie that doesn't catch too, uh, too much of the popular fire, if you will? This movie is based on an old movie from the 40s, and it's the story of a guy, and you don't know much about him in the beginning. He gets involved with carnies, and and it's basically a long con till the end of the movie. And then there's twists and, and all that. It's kind of a modern film noir. The movie actually got a black and white release briefly. I don't know that the... Uh, home video release is going to have a black and white. Uh, I noticed um, the 4K release just got put up this week. Best Buy briefly had a steel book up, but it it's now you can't order it. Um, and will be coming soon. That means a lot of people ordered it probably. But I didn't see any listing for a black and white version. It would be cool because I know they did that with some of the other movies that are available in black and white, like the uh, last Mad Max movie. Guillermo del Toro wanted to direct this. This is the first movie he's ever made that doesn't have any horror elements, any any supernatural elements in it. So going in, I know, oh, oh, okay, let's see what he can do with that. Now, there are a few scenes of, of some graphic violence, and that would be over the top for anybody else's movie, but a Guillermo del Toro movie kind of fits. Bradley Cooper is a producer on the movie, also stars in the movie Kate Blanchett, Tony Collett, uh, Willem Dafoe, Richard Jenkins, Rooney Mara, Ron Perlman, Mary Steenberg, and David Strathern. It, it, every Academy Award winning or nominated actor from the last 10, 20 years is in this film. From the opening scenes, you can tell this is just a love letter to the time, to the story, that Guamo must absolutely love this because it's just it's jaw-droppingly beautiful. And I'm watching a stream on HBO Max. I would... Much like The Last Duel, this is a movie that I probably won't watch again. If I did, I'd pick up the 4K version because it looks incredible with HDR and the, and the high dynamic range, um, giving you more contrast and such. I think it would just look stellar, as good as it looked on, on my TV in a stream from HBO Max, which I think was in 1080, wasn't in 4K. It's going to look stellar on a 4K disc. So I don't want to get into spoilers. If you know the old movie, it pretty much follows that story. This really is an homage to those film noir movies they don't make anymore. It's two and a half hours. If it had moved a little faster, it would have been one of my favorite movies of the year. It's really what everybody in it does a great job. Um, It's got good twists. It has a, a, you know, not exactly a happy ending, but it has the ending it deserves. Um, it really, it's full of surprises. It was a very interesting film. I wasn't bored watching it. Um, it would be a notch higher 
on the entertainment scale than The Last Duel. I watched both of these two-and-a-half-hour Academy Award-nominated movies in the same day. But in the end, it was just like, ah, well, it was, in, wow, it was really well-made, but I don't ever need to see it again. I, I did not pre-order the Steelbook like I normally do because I just, and I, and I did because it was a good-looking Steelbook. I had it in the, in the checkout bin when it first popped up, and then I watched the movie and went, mm, yeah, no. As beautiful as it will look on 4K, I don't know that I would sit down and watch it again. There, nobody's a really super nice person. I, I don't know how much you know about carnies or been around that lifestyle. It's not like I've done a lot of time, but I had some experience there. And I don't know, it's just a different kind of lifestyle. People have a different way of uh, uh, an outlook, if you will. Um most people come from hard backgrounds, a lot of criminals, you know. Um, you assume this guy is kind of a criminal at the beginning. When we first see him, he's burying a body in a house, then he sets it on fire and leaves, gets on a bus, and joins a carnival. And that's kind of where our story begins. And you also know that from the back of the movie or the, the synopsis, so I'm not doing any spoilers here. Like I said, Bradley Cooper, he's one of our best actors these days. He does a great job. I can't believe they talked him into playing Rocket Raccoon still, um, which I'm is Guardians of the Galaxy 3, I think, just finished filming. This is a really good movie, and if you're in the mood for it, it, it will, I mean, I have really nothing bad to say about the movie. It's two hours long, and it's it's a little slow-paced, but it's deliberately slow-paced. It is trying to tell a story. It's all about the characters in the story. Um, it's a great movie. Just wasn't one of my favorites of the year, but kudos to Guillermo. Every director, every good director, has a, at least one or two of these in their repertoire where they really did a labor of love, but it, it just didn't kind of work, I guess, or catch the popular imagination, because that's what really has to happen. Um, Spider-Man was going to be a hit just because it was a Spider-Man movie, but it, it was lightning in a bottle to put those actors together and get the whole retro nostalgia thing going, and, and it worked. Sometimes that doesn't work. It worked for Ghostbusters Afterlife. It, it's worked on a few movies lately. They're starting to get the, the gist of doing it right, where they for years they couldn't do it <laughs> for whatever reason. I think it's a great movie if you're in the mood for a film noir about carnies and, and, a, and a long con and all that comes with that. But like I said, everybody in the movie is great. Um, stellar performances, stellar cinematography. Um, it's just gorgeous. Everybody's great in the movie. The movie's great. It's just two and a half hours and not something, you know, it's not, it's not a Marvel flick. <laughs> not supposed to be, I know. So anyway, check it out if you're so inclined. It it really is. A, it's really well made. It's just not the kind of story that I like to watch. But then again, I'm you know I'm not much of a drama guy. I'm more of a lightsaber guy. But that's just me. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. Thanks for checking out this podcast of Nightmare Alley from Guillermo del Toro. I can't wait for him to I don't know do another Pacific Rim movie. I know that's not going to happen. He's talked about another Hellboy movie. I'd be in for that. My links are below if you're so inclined. Thank you so much. Have a spectacular day, and thank you for listening. Thank you.